Greetings, peasants. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim, your Dungeon Master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. We are back with another campaign episode after last week's campaign planning episode in which I laid out some major details for the remainder of the campaign. And it was a little bit weird to be so excited about an episode and yet to warn so many times people away from listening to it if they didn't want to have everything spoiled for them. So uh, I'm glad to say this week, hopefully everyone listens to this one. I do hope you enjoy it. It's kind of a boss fight, so to speak. And hopefully pretty soon the heroes will be back to the surface, back to the streets of Pharaoh's Point to continue on to the next chapter of the campaign, on to the next adventure. Which does entail also that I have some planning to do in that regard, and that probably means uh, more upcoming behind-the-screen episodes. I do want to thank everyone who provided uh, feedback on last week's behind-the-screen episode. If you've listened to it, you know that we talk about some pretty major upcoming things, as well as some things that happened in the more recent episodes, uh, and I've gotten some really terrific feedback from people in the Dungeon Master group on Facebook. If you do want to join that group, head on over to Facebook, look under the groups heading along the left-hand side of the screen and just request to join, and then we can talk about it. Talk about all the spoilery details. And before we start, I do want to say a quick uh, series of thank yous uh, to Darren on Instagram, to, I think it's either Carl or Carlos, not totally sure, on Twitter, uh, both of whom recommended the podcast, uh, replying to uh, other people who are asking for recommendations. Uh, means a lot. Also, thank you to Plus One Crafts on Instagram. Uh, they also recommended us, and they make custom tabletop RPG terrain and tiles, uh, which look really cool. You should go check them out. They're called Plus One the number one crafts on Instagram. So thank you to everyone who's done that. It, it really does mean a lot. Uh, so if you're enjoying these episodes, and I really do hope you are, uh, you can support us by just telling your friend, be like, hey, check out this podcast. Or if you want to go a step further, you can give us a rating or recommendation on uh, Facebook, iTunes, wherever you listen to it. Okay, that's enough from me, I think. Let's rejoin our heroes. Let's rejoin Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Fiance. Vanna Whitehelsing, Spruce Lee, and Gildob Fabblestabble. Okay, so quick recap. You guys were following footsteps through the ruins. There's a few times where people went temporarily nuts. Uh, but most recently, you had spotted a sort of plateau that had a few partially standing walls, as well as some high ground on the north edge of it. Uh, where you think might be a location of interest. You pass by the Iron Titan prototype, which is like a larger version of the Iron Guardian. Uh, it spotted Faye, and then also spotted Vanna. It shot Faye with a bit of lightning, not too much, a little bit. And you guys took off. Lilith dropped darkness around it to sort of slow it down. Gilladob threw a vial of acid into its face, and... That is where we will pick up. Uh, just to recap a few details I pointed out, it's it moves very uh, like an old machine would. It's very loud and slow and creaky. And when uh, it does move, there's a gap in the chest plates that sort of reveals uh, some kind of magical power source. The plateau that you're heading to, there's a uh, sort of a stone 
bridge to this plateau. Yeah, so there's this open area, and then on the north side of this plateau, there was this high ground that you could ascend with what looks to be the eroded remnants of a statue sort of leaning over part of that plateau. And that's where you are running towards right now. We're still on the raised, like, rooftops? Yes. Now, I forget, this bridge, this stone bridge that goes across to that area, is it down at the lower level, the same level as the Iron Titan? It is. Okay. And we were kind of at the point where we were basically at the same distance as the Titan at this point, right? So if we start hoofing it. Yeah, if not, like, just a little past it. Just a little past, yeah, because we had, okay. Run. Run? Run. Yeah, run. run. Okay. Run. <laughs> and um, be looking for a, an easy way down from the building tops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gilly, I forgot. Uh, I'd like to give you inspiration for that acid in the face mm. from, from last right. week. Okay. Has At this point, has this thing spotted Gilly and I now? Because he didn't originally, or it didn't originally. Right, yeah. Gilly rolled a 40 stealth. Yeah. And I had a 31, I think, or 32, mm-hmm. something like that. You and Lilith were both in the high 30s. Mm-hmm. So, no. <clears throat> okay. So Especially because now it's it's potentially blinded with and darkness. Oh, true. It probably didn't get a chance to spot us, even though we're running full okay. out. Now, it I don't might know. soon discover. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what other kind of sensory information this thing can take in if it's going to hear our footsteps as we're running. But I think, probably, yeah, just full out running. I don't make footsteps, but I mean, you do you. Uh, it would take you about, if you're just dashing, it's going to take you two turns to reach the end of the sort of raised ground that you're on and descend. It's not a very difficult descent. So the five of you make your way down. You pick your way down from this, the top, the rooftops of these partially collapsed buildings, and you make your way across this bridge. You go about 10 feet, and then on your left and right, there are two wall segments, and then sort of straight through these two wall segments... They're about 20 feet long, 10 feet high, but they're, you know, there used to be something here, and these are just the remnants of whatever was there. You can see in the middle of this plateau, there does appear to be like a very oddly smooth uh, circular spot in between some former foundations, some former stonework that was put up around it. It's no longer there. This section here, these scattered ruins in the middle of this plateau, or I should say scattered foundations, stand out to you so much because of how typically human they are, how normal it is. Okay, so has this thing, the the uh, Iron Titan, has it kind of figured out where we are now? Or is it out of the darkness, or is it still sort of... Um, I also have a, an action I would like to take involving the, the bridge that we cross. Yeah, it sort of picked up on the direction that you were running, and it... By the time it gets out of the darkness, you are already at this bridge. And you said you wanted to do something to it? Yes. Cast Minor Illusion of darkness where the bridge is and a bridge beside it where there's no bridge. And it won't line up. Probably, I don't know exactly, but that's my idea. So just black over the bridge and then and then the same bridge next to it. I thought it was small because it's a cantrip, right? Range 30 feet. Um, if you create an object such as a chair, muddy footprints, must be no larger than a five-foot cube. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll just make a minor illusion of myself. I'm less than five foot, and I'll just be standing there on the bridge, facing down, and I've got a Gandalf hat. (laughs) (laughs) 
And are you going to go like right into the middle? Are you going to probably hide around one of these walls? All so right. I'm out of view. Yeah. Get out of out of view of where the lightning might be able to get us. I'm invisible. I've now turned myself invisible. Spruce and Gilly are going behind, going to tuck behind a wall segment while backup Gilly stands out front. Yep. I'll try and stay out of sight as well. So behind one of these walls? Yeah, I guess so. Same as them. You're going to switch it up? Switch it up. Okay. I'll take the other side or whatever. Yeah, I kind of, what I want to do is sort of draw my longbow and, and kind of train it on this sort of magical looking light in the center of the chest of this thing. And I guess wait till it, it's close enough that I would have a good chance at hitting it there. Now, would your illusion of you be in my way? No, you know it's an illusion. Plus, it's only so five foot through. tall. Okay. And this thing's big. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you could ready an action to be like, if its core is exposed, you could shoot it or something. Yeah. Be Let's pretty do that. smart. I want to do that. I see him do that. I'm like, ooh, good idea. Are you doing it too? Get it, my little... Oh, yeah, it's not a long bow. It's a short bow, but still. It's pretty big compared to me. I wasn't going to walk to the center. I was just going to kind of stay where I am to see if I see anything where I'm at right now. When I look to see the center, because we've recognized that these are pillars... And I'm assuming, I'm like, oh, this is where we need to be. What do I see? Uh, there are foundations. There, there was some kind of wall around a small part of the middle of this plateau. And then there's like one semi-large, smooth, circular slab of stone right in the middle of all of it. I think we should, now that everybody's sort of gotten themselves set up, let's roll initiative. 12. And 11. 19. 7. But I did ready an action. Yes, you did. How big is the gap that's revealing the power source? It's not big, like uh, a couple inches. But in game terms, it has its own AC, which is higher than the overall AC of the Titan. So if you want to shoot at this thing, you could get higher than the basic AC, but not quite hit this thing. So you might miss it and still do damage. Faye, you're up first. How much? How high is the gap? I'm just trying to think. If I was... How, how tall is Faye? Like six feet? Man, she's tall. If I had a sword that was probably two feet long, I could reach up two and a half feet. Uh, so, I mean, the, the midpoint on this thing is maybe seven feet, eight feet up. So with the tip of your sword, you could conceivably reach it. My idea is actually to jump and stab him with my rapier. You're going to jump and stab at the gap. Yeah, jump and stab at <laughs> the gap with my rapier. I'm invisible. I figured this is my best chance and Faye's trying to prove herself people keep telling her that she's not doing enough yeah so you'll have advantage on the attack roll because uh, you're invisible I rolled a natural 20 oh my Did gosh <laughs> <laughs> natural 20 first roll of the game I rolled a 6 I guess no sorry I got a 6 I believe okay so 6 total yes alright well you can tell that your, your attack even though it's a critical but sort of a glancing blow it has an effect on on this titan it sort of staggers backwards a little bit titan's gonna take a swing at fate who just appeared right in front of him does 19 hit question when this thing goes to like wind up to hit her would that gap be a little bit more open potentially something that might trigger my previously readied action i mean you can let it loose whenever you'd like yes it does hit my arm class only 13 so Right, so you're going to take 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Vanna, and then Gilly. Okay, so I will use my trusty longbow here. Ooh, um, 17. 17 does hit. 17 was to hit the 
the light or just the guardian? 17 just hit the guardian. The guardian. Uh, nine damage. Uh, you, you hear this little ping as your arrow hits the <laughs> metal. Giladab? I'm going to prepare a shot to shoot the core. It is engaged, and presumably you're also hidden, so this would be sneak attack styles. It was only 15. 15 just bounces off, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And I will just uh, hide back around a corner. All right, spruce. All right, so I'm going to also try and shoot the core in this thing. So what does that mean if it's engaged? What is that? Does that help me in some way? You'd have advantage. That's what sure. I'm working with. Cool. Um, Sorry, Katie, I should have. you should have gotten it too. Oh well, now we're now we'll never know. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen hits the armor. As in, it just hits the guardian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so twelve piercing. Uh, Katie, did you roll two attacks? No. Oh, okay, maybe we should do that. <laughs> Sorry. We're just like fire, rapid fire, <laughs> both of us. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and you, all of us, at <laughs> once, just shooting arrows at the. Uh, well, Matt, why don't you finish and then we'll. Okay. All right, so yeah, I'm going to take a second shot, and that's going to be 17 to hit. 17 also hits. I'll just say if you hit if you hit yeah. the, if you the hit light, the... I'll tell you. Okay. Um, seven damage. Also, I had back behind the wall after I take my shots. Okay, sorry, let's revisit Vanna's attack. Okay, so my second is a 20, not a natural 20. Okay, so you hit. 13. Lilith is also going to shoot. So she also hits just the armor. She's like, I don't think these things take poison damage. As you are focusing your fire on the Iron Titan, you see this bank of darkness coming in from the east, and it's going to blow across this plateau. Uh, I'm just going to determine whether or not it's going to hit you. It will hit either the wall section, the midsection, or the high ground. It's going to blow through the midsection. So everybody's safe. And we are back up to Faye. I'm going to pull out my portable hole and try and trap the Titan inside of it. Okay. That's remarkably ambitious. <laughs> this why? is real tall. How are you going to get on top of it to do this? Like, do you, do you think it can't make a DC 10 strength check? Just, I don't want to kibosh this. Because <laughs> if it works, it would be amazing. But It is strong. That's pretty much all it is. Yeah. But I don't think Faye would really know, and I think this is a pretty cool idea. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, the worst that happens is he comes out five feet away from the hole. Mm-hmm. Right? I can't do a lot as my character anyways already. I'm not a fighting character. Right. And the only reason I pierced the thing last time was because I rolled a natural 20, and I'm hearing everyone else's rolls of, and they're not even getting. Okay. So is your action to open up the hole? So I guess I'll set it on a surface and open it in front of the bridge. What? Is that on the bridge, I mean? That's where we are right now. Yeah, so I guess I'd have to back up to put it down. Does that still give him an attack of opportunity? Um, No, because he suffered a critical hit and that uh, that negated his reactions. Okay. For that turn, luckily, something I had written down, <laughs> it negated his reaction and his multi-attack. Okay. Hmm. So, so I'm going to step back and put the six feet wide hole. Okay. Can I, is anyone else within sight of me? I'll put it down and take this moment to do bardic inspiration, but I was trying to figure out who I'd give that to. I think you'd know. You watch where everybody ran to, basically. Okay. Uh, who's next? 
Yes, I am. The, the Titan is next. Do you want to give it? <laughs> yeah, no, Van is next. I'll give you Bardic Inspiration. Look, I was trying to come up with something. I didn't have a lot. And I was yeah. like, I was pretty sure I wasn't going to stab it. I read that you could keep a creature in that. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> it would be pretty cool if it works. <laughs> okay. It's going to use its lightning attack. So make a dexterity saving throw. 17. Oh, yeah. So you take another five points of lightning damage. I mean, it's interesting now that there's this hole in the bridge. I mean, what would a dumb robot think of that? I'm just wondering, what's to stop it from reaching down and lifting it up and... Throwing it away? Yeah. I don't think... If it's smart enough, like, it's the intelligence is not high. No. <laughs> and what, just, like, the portal is a folded up piece of, like paper or something that we unfold and lay on a surface like a fabric yeah yeah i think it would just see yeah i think it'd be more hulk like in its mentality right like something's in front of it you go for it giving but i'm obviously not the dm that's just how i yeah don't forget that (laughs) uh i'm gonna it's gonna maybe make an investigation check doesn't go well it's just gonna after it lightnings you it's just gonna sort of stand there for this turn and then next turn it's gonna try something new Vena longbow as per usual uh, 27 bardic inspiration maybe throw that in there too 27 hits the light yeah Four, 14 oh plus slayer's prey 3 uh 17 nice so I can roll again with your inspiration okay well, no, that's, no. no that's for before he tells you it's gonna oh yeah you, you rolled know. a 20 you didn't use it last time did you you didn't use the Bardic Inspiration on your first attack? No. Okay. Okay, I will do that because I was pretty bad. Uh, mm, 14. To hit? Mm-hmm. Just hits the armor, right? It does not hit at all. Shit. Okay. What is 17 to hit the armor? And then 27 then? <laughs> <laughs> 27. Your arrow just strikes the light in its between its chest plates dead on. Uh, Gilly and then Spruce. Uh, shoot more arrows. Mm-hmm. That's going well. For some people. 18. 18 hits. 6 damage. You're doing sneak attack? You're hidden, right? Shooting from hiding? Oh, yes. That's the normal damage. 16 total. Spruce. Longbow. Nope. Second attack. <laughs> Longbow. Uh, 18. 18 does hit. It's this big, dumb robot. Uh, nine damage. Bonus action over time. Yeah, might as well use Kensei's shot. Takes an extra two. Okay. Well, let's wall shoot. And she misses. Vanna, after you shoot this titan and duck back behind the wall, you get a quick glimpse, somehow, of three figures standing on the high ground at the other end of the plateau. You get hit with nine points of force damage as a magic missile hits you. Oh, damn. And Spruce and, well, everybody else sort of follows this new threat. You look up to the high ground and you see the dragonborn sorcerer, one of the soldiers, and the monk that escaped from the other thing that you did, from the other encounter. We're back up to Fae. The sorcerer and the monk... Sorry, not the sorcerer. The soldier and the monk look like they are about to make their way down from this high ground. So they would be coming in towards the west side 
of the plateau. Can you explain? Sorry. Explain where in relation, like, the Iron Guardian to these three people are. So it's coming at you from the south. Okay. Basically at right at the bridge. And then this high ground is on the north. Oh, okay. These guys are kind of caught in between. Great. <laughs> Bay, your turn. I originally was going to try and find some way to tie its ankles up and push it in. But <laughs> like in Star Wars, see if that was an option, but that's not even close. I'm like, I couldn't figure out how to actually make it happen. And there's no railings. I thought I could make a tripwire, but that's not going to happen either. I also only have eight hit points left. So with the new, I saw the new threat you said. Yeah. I think reactively then I would realize that they're smarter. They can do more damage to me. So can I, if I grab the hole, is that an action? To fold it back up? Yeah, to take it back from the floor ground. Yeah. Yeah, folding it back up is an action. Yep. You could still move after them. I'm going to take the hole and run. I'm already away from him, so I'm not, I don't think I'm engaged anymore. Correct. Yeah, I'm going to go run for cover. That's all I can do, I believe, in my turn. Cover from it or from... From them. Okay. Because there's walls, right? So I'm going to go towards a set of walls. So you're basically on the other side of the walls. Yeah. From everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. So it's going to cross the bridge. And again, because it took a hit last turn, won't get its multi-attack. So it's going to try to... Actually... Yeah, it's going to try to take a swing at you. At me? Yeah. Did it come up to me? Yes, it did. Okay. And it missed. Vanna, and then Gilly. Yeah, so I think I'm going to try and cast Spike Growth for these two that are trying to walk down towards where we are, right? So you're gonna are you going to drop it sort of underneath them or just in front of them? I was going to do it just in front of them, yeah. I guess that would be like, because they're on the high ground, so they would have to come through the center... And then we're on the in between the two walls. This would be like center area then? Yeah. Okay. Anything else? I don't think anything else aside from just making sure I'm out of their line of sight so they can't blast me again or whatever they did. You would have to, in order to get out of their line of sight, you'd have to go to the other side of this wall. Faye is on the other side of one of these walls where the Iron Titan is. Okay. Sorry, I have such a hard time picturing it, so it's hard for me to understand. You said you were on the opposite side of where they were, though. Yeah. So that depends right. on what side of the wall I'm on, I guess, if I'm on this side or this side, east or west. You're on Katie's side. Okay. So you could cross over, uh, Vanna could cross over in between these, and get on the other side of the other wall segment, so you'd be opposite Spruce and Gilly. They would see you run there, obviously, but you'd be out. You'd have yeah. cover. Sure. Yeah, we'll do that. I have a quick question, just map-wise. So there's this third wall that's perpendicular to the other two. Yeah. And that's kind of it's on the other side of the middle flat area. Yeah. It's on the it's on the western side. So where these where these two were coming down, the west side of this high ground. They would have gotten behind that wall, but now they're basically stopped. Okay. Okay, it's Gilladab and then Spruce. So I'm still <clears throat> behind cover from the Titan. Yep. Right? 
So I'm going to make a sneak attack shot. So that's a 22 to hit. 22 does hit. Okay. But not the soft spot. Not quite. Okay. 11 damage. Lilith, I know it's not her turn, but she's she's asked, she's sort of looking between these two threats and she's like, she says out loud, like, which one, which one do you want me to go after? Uh, okay, so I have another logistics question then. Presumably, we could assume that the this guardian would probably attack them the same way it's attacking us, right? Mm -hmm. It's just meant to defend the area. Absolutely. Yeah. So I would say go for them because the guardian might, or the, the, Titan might actually help us out. I would say lure him to them. Well, yeah, but start attacking them. They're they're a bigger threat, I think. Okay. Uh this is your turn, Spruce. It was the soldier and the monk that started coming down the hill? Yeah. How far up how far away from me would the sorcerer be? be about ninety feet. Alright, I'm gonna try and hit him with my longbow. Uh, eleven. Eleven with the eleven your shot goes wide, unfortunately. Um, all right, so I'm taking another shot at him. 23. Yes. And that's going to do 11 plus Kensei's shot. 12 piercing damage. 12 points of damage. That arrow just like hits him right in the chest and he staggers back and he snaps it off. But that you can tell that hurt him pretty good. It's pretty badass though. <laughs> it just breaks it off. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so Lilith is going to run across the open ground to basically the, f the face of this, this high ground. They, it can only be ascended and descended on the one side, and then it's sort of a flat face. And she will use Levitate on herself. Uh, she won't get to the top this turn, but that's her turn. Uh, and you can see another wave of darkness coming in next turn. Okay, so this darkness is rolling in. And it's rolling through over the <laughs> the upper half, the uh, the high ground. So yes. next turn, it's rolling over them. That brings us back to Faye. If I can also still do Bardic Inspiration, if I oh wait, can I take a healing potion and disengage? Drinking potions in action, um, and so is disengaging. So you can do one or the other. Then I will drink a potion. You drink a healing potion. Yes. Okay, does not recharge its lightning. is going to take a multi-attack and hit you with one for 11. Vanna, it's your turn. Okay, so can I try and shoot at these three, two, whatever? There's this bank of darkness coming in, and it's going to roll over them next turn, unless they move quick. So you can either shoot at them or shoot at the Titan, whichever you think. If you think that the darkness might do some stuff. Okay, fine. I guess I'll go for the Titan. Uh, well, that's not going to be helpful. Probably eight. Fourteen. Unfortunately, no. Okay. That'll do my second attack. Uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three hits the light. Only nine damage. This thing is starting to act all wonky. Like... Finally. <laughs> really, really buggy. Gilly, and then Spruce. So they're still all up on the high ground? Like, they haven't been able to come down? Right. What would be the, uh... The west side is where they can come down from high ground. I'm going to try to use my movement and hide to make my way closer to that side, but like to try and stay in cover and hidden from the uh, three enemies. Okay. All right. So you're going to make a stealth check 
to as you move? Or are you just going to move and then hide? I guess that's what you would do, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't want them to see me moving over there, but you said, you know, there's walls, um, and if there's any debris or whatever, I'm just stuck behind rocks, so okay. I'm happy to make a stealth check. B16. Oh, I guess I get advantage in rocky terrain. Is you, this rocky? Yeah. It's a one, so let's stick to the <laughs> 16. <laughs> um, I'm going to move up, and then oh, how close can I get? Uh, I'm... I want to be set up so that when they inevitably come down, or if they inevitably come down, I can be within 30 feet, and then I will drink the potion of fire breath. Ooh, damn. Um, all right, so after seeing this thing clobber <laughs> uh, Faye, I'm going to run over to it. It's pretty close. You said the walls are fairly close together, right? Like, am I within a movement distance? From totally. This yeah. And I'm going to take out my glaive and go at it with my glaive, which has a 10-foot reach, so I imagine I have no problem aiming for the center of this thing. No problem at all. All right, so... God damn it. <laughs> that does not work. I'm going to try again. Oh, don't forget, I, it's flanked, so you do have advantage. Oh, sweet. I rolled a two both times. <laughs> so that was your first attack. Yeah. Um... And then, wait a second here. Second attack. Oh my god. Uh, oh, I still get advantage again? Oh, Jesus. Come on! You rolled worse. <laughs> what did you roll? <laughs> a five and a four. I throw my glaive off the fucking cliff, because goddammit. And like, uh, I just want to, so the, the, is the fog currently on them? Like, they're still stuck up top? They're going to have, after Lilith goes, they're going to have a chance to do their stuff, and then it's, at the end of the turn, it's coming in. Lilith is going to make it up top. She finishes levitating. And she hits with one attack and does 10 points of damage to the sorcerer. Can you roll um, for spike growth? Like, how many? It's, is it 2d4 for every 5 feet? Yes, that is correct. You want me to roll that? And how big is it? It's 20, uh, 20 foot radius. 20 foot radius? So to go through it is 40 feet. Yeah. Oh. Actually, on second thought, uh, I was trying to make I was trying to make a check for this soldier, this poor soldier. This is the one guy who who lost all of his friends in the last encounter. <laughs> mm. Trying to make a check to see how brave he was, and I rolled in that one, so he's he's terrified <laughs> of this darkness. It's Peter's pants. So can you roll two D four? Eight times. Okay, so you're keeping track of this? Yep. One and three. Four. Two and two. Two and three. One and three. Two and two. Three and four. Okay, you can stop. He's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept running till he died. It's like a game of Saw, basically. <laughs> he's so scared of the dark that he just runs and tears himself to shreds. And he's so born. gruesome. Tell my parents that Solus the Dragonborn died here. <laughs> <laughs> just drown in his own blood. 
I could just see where it's like, dude, just just slow down. It's it's okay. <laughs> and the monk is going to use his shadow step to teleport over the spike growth, but that puts him in range of your fire breath. All right. Uh, I rolled a four, so he doesn't notice that you're there. So he's going to teleport, and then, and then we'll be back up to the top of the order. After this, darkness rolls in. So both Lilith and the Sorcerer have to make a saving throw here. Sorcerer fails. Lilith passes. Nice. She was born in the dark. Molded by it. So she's going to take a bit of psychic damage. But after this fast-moving cloud of darkness blows over this, this high ground, you see the Sorcerer topple over and falls falls off of his uh of his perch he's dead lilith is gives you guys a thumbs up (laughs) (laughs) like he falls into the center yeah like onto the spike growth no he didn't fall down that actually yeah that's funnier if he just rolls down to one side (laughs) (laughs) i'm just wondering if we see him like land (laughs) he just topples over rolls down the the west side of the hill into the spike growth and explodes like a blood balloon. <laughs> wow. And Lilith gives us a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Back up to Faye. I, can I just say, you've been doing a great job distracting this thing. <laughs> I know. Like, I've tried to do all this stuff, uh, but I only have six hit points left. And I feel like at this point, Faye is in self-preservation mode now. She really tried. And she's not really a self-sacrificing person. <laughs> Really? Uh, so I am going to turn back to Invisible because I still have another spell slot available. And I'm going to run to the other side of the wall. So now no one knows that I'm there because I was invisible before I ran there. And the Iron Guardian should have no idea where I went. He'll still get an attack of opportunity. Actually, no, because he got shot in the in the chest ball. <laughs> chest ball. <laughs> okay. He's- Got shot in the chesticles? <laughs> Just one. Singular. <laughs> Chesticle. I shout some encouraging words to Gilly, giving him bardic inspiration. What's the Titan going to do? Spruce is still there, isn't it? Isn't he? It, it is. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Does not recharge his lightning bolt. So he's going to take a couple of swings at you. So I rolled, the first one is a 22 to hit, and then I rolled a natural 20. Oh, god damn it. Uh, so that's going to be 33 points of damage. Oh, God. I had full hit points and I'm now unconscious. Yeah, the first one had taken you down a bit and then the second one was the crit and that one knocked you out. That's what I get for trying to help. And rolling fucking two twos, a four, and a five. <laughs> Unbelievable. Vanna, your turn. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for the chesticle. No. That's a five. That's 22. 22. You just, just miss that <sighs> chest ball. 13. Giladab. So as a bonus action, I am going to throw up fire onto the monk. So you can make a DC 13 saving throw. And uh, it's 12 damage. But if you succeed your saving throw, you can half the damage. Okay, so I rolled a 16 on the die. Okay, so you win. <laughs> you succeed. <I> mean. <laughs> so six fire damage. And then since he teleported, 
How close is he? Like, I imagine that you had crept up sort of along this other wall, mm -hmm. and he just kind of showed up at the end of it. So, like, 20 feet? I will pop out from behind the wall then after spitting fire all over him, and hopefully in the chaos of fire, I will run up and stab him with my pointy dagger. Ooh, no good. Roll a two. Bardic Inspiration, do I have to use that before I claim an attack or before you tell me whether it succeeds? Because I, I know a 10 isn't going to succeed. It's before he says it, it succeeds. Technically, I don't think I said anything you yet. No. He just said no. I just assumed that rolling a 2 was going to fail. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll add the d8 to it. Because if it's a 10, then it could work. 14. Hot damn, a 14 hits. Uh, nine damage. Okay, we're over to Spruce. That's the that is a death saving throw. So what is it? How does it work? Over yeah. ten, under ten. No bueno. Lilith is gonna shoot at this monk next to you with her short bow from way up top. It hits with both of her short bow attacks, and the monk fails the con save against the poison. He rolled a nat one, so he falls unconscious. Nice. Oh, great. I flash for a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, I guess that's all of the dragonborn interlopers. You see another one more bank of darkness coming in. That's going to come in along the south side of the plateau. So along these walls that everyone's been hiding behind. So Gilly would be avoiding it. Spruce is unconscious. And also, uh, I'm Vanna on this side. I'm on this side of the wall. If that makes a difference, it does. So both on the south. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like below the wall. So. Yeah, so uh, you can do nothing and stay where you are and, and suffer the consequences, or you can move. Uh, so, so I that know that it's coming for me. I can see it coming. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that takes us up to Faye. Then I'm gonna move and dash. I'm invisible. Mm-hmm. Uh, away out of the way of the darkness and so somewhere that I would feel safe and would not get hurt by anyone or anything in the way. Okay, so like the middle of the plateau, middle-ish? Yeah. <laughs> that's you, but aren't the spikes still up? Yeah, that's so why I was like not going to the spike. Yeah. So I was like, so wherever there aren't... just enough in there or whatever. <laughs> I was like, wherever there aren't anything that's gonna hurt me. <laughs> Gilly, this thing locks onto you and starts heading towards you, but won't like won't it'll have to use all of its movement to get to you so it won't be able to attack you this turn but it's gonna get within range uh and that takes us to vanna i yeah i will get the hell out of the way of this fog i was just uh, gilly maybe would see this thing charging him and yell out like get uh <laughs> get spruce out of there i've got this <laughs> real overconfident all right yeah i mean i can pick him up and he did vice versa the other way when he gave you the enema, so... Yeah, so can I take him and... He's a, you can just drag him sort of into the middle of the plateau, sure. Yeah, okay. We'll do that. Okay. Gilly? Well, first I'm just going to use my bonus action and breathe fire at it. 16 fire damage. I'll also try and shoot him. Because I don't think I can reach anywhere useful <laughs> with a dagger. <laughs> That's a 16. 
16 to hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just bounces right off. Okay. All right, Spruce. That's a six. Mm. I've, I have now rolled two failed death saves. Just Should so be you able guys to stabilize know. you. <laughs> Not that I'm conscious in saying this, but <laughs> dangerously close to death. It's Lilith's turn. I guess she'll shoot at the Titan. No, she still only hits once. I guess she's going to try to sort of run down the side and she's yelling to for the spikes to be dropped. She needs to get down. Okay. Okay, so the darkness rolls through. Everybody is out of the way. Back up to Faye. Uh, you have cure wounds, though, you said? I so do. I don't need to yeah. put the health potion down him? Yeah. Okay. How many do we have? I have one left. Uh, yeah. I can't do much. I'm just going to give Bardic Inspiration to Gilly again, who is facing off with this thing. Benna, your turn. Let's cure those wounds. Okay. What does cure wounds do? Uh, one action applies uh, blah, 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 D8 plus wisdom modifier. Oh, I rolled an eight. So 11. Picturing her stand over me and I just do the thing like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction when he stabs her in the heart with the... With the epi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if there's Whoa, a way to do it. Compare my wave to John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> I am no Scientologist, sir. But if there's some way to cure wounds, like, in your butt, I'm going to do it in your butt. Just to... Is, wait, is the spell touch? <laughs> I don't think so. Just stick a finger, finger in you. Finger in the butt. <laughs> and the spruce comes back to life. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen like that in Pulp Fiction. Okay, Giladab, your turn. All right, I will uh, try and shoot it. I'm going to use Inspiration. And I'm also going to use Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> that's a 14. 14, Jeez. no, that's... I'm sorry, that's a miss. I have a Breathe Fire on it. <laughs> 10 fire damage. Spruce! I'm not, like, disoriented or anything, right? Like, I'm good to go now? Yeah, you you slam back into consciousness. Yes. You can see that uh, <laughs> there's a really mismatched fight going on here. This Iron Titan is way outclassed by this little gnome. <laughs> uh, Van is standing next to you, taking her finger out of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> You're good to go. <clears throat> I'm going to shoot at this thing with my longbow then. <laughs> I don't even picture you like getting up, just like take the breath of life, grab your bow and start <laughs> yeah, shooting, exactly, like exactly. still sitting on the ground. Yeah. Real so you're focused. Gonna have, yeah, you're gonna have advantage because it's engaged. Awesome. All right. So it's gonna be twenty-four to hit. Twenty-four hits yep. the light. God damn right. So that's going to do nine wait, plus Kensei shot. Thirteen piercing damage. This thing takes the, like, lurches. I'm just going to see which way it falls over. It falls back, and you can see this shiny object sort of fall free of its chest area, of its chassis, and rolls on the ground. Gilly, it catches your eye right away. You're like, (laughs) aw, damn. (laughs) Shiny. And then the plateau is quiet. I will... uh... Yellow, uh, thank you to Spruce. Thank you, Spruce. I'm glad to see you're back and well. And then I use my mage hand to pick up the shiny, bring it over to me. It looks like 
something fell out of this beast. And I walk over to the group to check it out. It is a diamond about the size of an eyeball. Oh, shoot. Um, As you're admiring this, you hear another figure approaching, coming down from the high ground. You hear the clank of armor. And Spruce recognizes Shigar Stoneskin. Oh, Mm. fucking called it. Stone skin, more like metal skin. (laughs) And he says, I heard this commotion from a distance and I made it here as fast as I could. Holy crap. You warriors have done a number on this thing, but uh, we shouldn't dally for long. Let's get you what you need and then be on our way. 